Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's our NFL podcast, Laces Out. We're back from the Christmas and New Year break. A little bit of a change at the helm, but uh, still the same great NFL podcast. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, Laces Out. Right. Oh, the camera's super close. Can you hear me? Not by all looks things, but... Can you hear me? Hello? You can hear me when I do that. Imagine you hear that as well. Um, right, we're back. A little bit of a break. It is... 900 million degrees apparently um it is cookie cast nfl podcast for you uh youtube viewers you'll notice that we've had a change of the guard um for you podcast listeners you won't know that so we could lie and tell you that there's people here that isn't um we replaced the co-host, Mr. Williams, with the stats mistress. Um, in his absence, we have replaced him with a uh, foam mini American football. We felt it was apt for the fact that he bought it. So it's like a little piece of him is here with us now. Um... So, keen watchers and listeners will know that we didn't have a week 16 podcast. It was Christmas week. We tried to cram it in that week and the logistics of it just weren't going to happen. It wasn't going to work. I'm really worried that the sound's not working. Um, anyway, you'll either hear me or you won't. Um, we didn't have week 16. Week 17 also didn't happen. Um, so you could say that this is us back from Christmas and New Year break. Um, week 17 is week one of the playoffs. Because it's 16 weeks of regular season. I'm, just, I'm, I'm doubting myself. I'm too warm. Um, we watched... So, we attempted to not spoil anything of the, pl- of the first week of the playoff games and try to watch them on... To, uh, try to watch Saturday's games on Sunday 
without spoiling them. Obviously, any NFL fan knows if you have social media and you're a fan of the NFL, it's almost impossible to not find out the scores of things. Uh, so there was a lot of... It would have been easier if we didn't have an NFL WhatsApp group. There is that, but nobody nobody in the group knew that we were no. saving the games. So that's more our fault. Yeah, it's just a case of having looked at the wrong picture at the wrong point in time. Um, but we'll come to that, because uh, it is noteworthy. Uh, it was one of those... Like I say, social media, you kind of get an idea. Even if you don't know the scores and stuff, you kind of get an idea of the way things go. Especially if anything big happens. Um, so we had people around Sunday. Podcast alum. De Berg. And uh, a legit American stroke Patriots fan. Uh, Sky, we had them round and we watched the Saturday's games, Sunday, that ran nicely into the last three minutes of the Saints-Vikings game and I caught various bits of the Seahawks game, Seahawks-Eagles. Um, <coughs> all of that is probably jumping ahead somewhat. Uh, or is it? It is. Is it? Yeah, you need to look back at... Oh, the... yeah, because going all the way back, I, I'm like, oh, I usually do the scores at the end, but these scores that I've got on the book are donkey's years old. Um, so, cover off a little bit of old business, do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, way back you guys know the way it works we predict games uh, me and Paul predict the games and then we have a guest um, unfortunately for us in this season our guest has either been one or the other um, last week's guest not last week at all week 16's guest was the stats mistress uh, we were predicting week 16 which is the last week of the regular season the last week where all the teams would have played um no particular order um mr williams correctly predicted nine of 16 games uh the stats mistress correctly predicted 10 uh but your illustrious leader correctly predicted 12 out of 16 games which i mean it could be a superpower I'm not saying it's not, and I'm not saying it is. I'll leave that to you. But it could be a superpower. Um, if I'm honest, I don't think I need to look. Because I think I've got a very strong feeling that I might have won the season. Um, I think I think early doors, the guest was doing well. Uh, guest... Won that one, guess won that one. Okay. Oh, me and the co-host drew week one. It's not even week one. I don't know. Anyway. Um, the guest had a win. The guest had another win. Uh, the guest had a win. 
and then it's just it's all it's all coming up cook uh i won a week i won another week guest won a week uh mr williams won a week mr williams won a week mr williams and a guest won a week and then it's it's just me 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 and me uh as far as i can see that probably means that i'm that was like five to a guess, seven to you and three to I'm, I'm the winner basically. So at uh, any point that uh, my trophy needs to be delivered, I am available to receive. Um, obviously we're missing a week of the playoffs. Um, it was a monster of a week in a lot of ways. Um, what have you got stats wise? You've got stats, stats-wise. Yes, I have that a number makes... of stats. Shall I start reading and you can chip in? Where are your stats from? Which point in time? Because I like you get sending me each week stats. This is just the playoff. Playoff? Stats. Last week's games. I'm not going through weeks worth of stats. No, this is why I was, I was like, there's probably not a lot of... Not a huge amount of point going through no. weeks and weeks worth of stats because it's old news at this point. Um, is there anything that, off the top of your head, you know about Marshawn Lynch? No. Uh, yes. Is it that he scored a touchdown? Does it mention that obviously he's been signed by the Seahawks for the... No. So, something that's big for me, being a... Uh, I had a conversation with somebody yesterday where they asked if I was a Texans fan because I was wearing a Texans jersey, which I would have put on this evening. 2-1. Um, and I was like, no, I'm just a NFL fan. And then what I was sort of like, I was like, well, it's sort of like there's players that I'm fans of and this and the other. Going way back, um, people like uh, Mr. Williams and stuff used to say that I was a Marshawn Lynch fan. Not even a Seahawks fan, it was just Lynch. Um, this thing, it, it happened in the space of a day. Like, at one point, it was Marshawn Lynch is in talks with the Seahawks to return to play for the rest of the season. Yeah. Immediately everyone like, well, that's a joke because, not like a, well, that's like, it, that must just be a joke because he is retired. Uh, then the next thing you hear is, yeah, twice. Uh, the next thing you hear is, uh, Marshall Lynch just had a conversation with the Seahawks. And then it was announced through social media, Marshall Lynch has signed for the Seahawks. It's like, cool. Um, I was super happy. Um, you'd seen something that said he'd only signed for that week's game that's what i thought but, but he's played yeah he's played both weeks of the playoffs so far playoffs um so marshall lynch is back there's a lot of stuff floating around about beast quake um unfinished business he posted a very strange video today of a snake taking out a lizard and the hashtag was unfinished business. So I think it's like, don't know what this is. Um, is that against the Packers? That's what the unfinished business is. I think it's just 
He doesn't feel like he's done with the game, I suppose. Oh, okay. I just took it to mean that there was some rivalry against the Packers for some reason. Weren't you saying there was something about that they struggled against the Packers? Yes. At Lambeau. In the stats about them at Lambeau, yeah. Speaking of stats, do you want to... uh, Hit you up. Hit me with some stats. So, time with the Seahawks. Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson is now 5-0 and against the Eagles following a fatal sting. That sounds like he died. When quarterback Carson Wentz was sidelined by a blow to the head in the first quarter of a playoff debut he'd long anticipated. Unlucky? Depends how you feel about Jadavion Clowney's game-changing hit. Is that the end of that stat? So... I had a conversation with uh, a man who was helping me get some internet yesterday, um, and it, it, his his question was, "So, what's your opinion on helmet to helmet?" And I was like, "My opinion is it should be treated on an individual basis. There is a clear difference between I am hitting you in your head with my head intentionally, and there is." A difference between that and I have accidentally collided with you. And I know that to say that, then it can just end up being a, a, a shouting match. But a lot of the time it's obvious. One is a foul, one is an accident. Well, you can usually see when they're trying to stop themselves from the collision so it's still happening. When... And I was, saying, I was saying to you, and I was saying to this guy yesterday, I was like, it's the same as roughing, roughing the passer. There is a foul and there is an accident. Not necessarily an accident. There is a, I made a play and in the time it took me to make the play, the field had changed. But I can't stop myself. But I can't stop what's happening because I started. Yeah. I I didn't see, I haven't seen the um, play in question to have an opinion particularly. It's one of these things that there's there's been a few uh, memes and comments around the fact that Carson Wentz has uh, playoff allergies. He's clearly allergic to the playoffs because yeah. he he can't get through a playoff. Again. It's a shame. But, carrying on, kind of cool that backup quarterback Josh McCown, 40, finally got to play in a postseason game. The oldest player to make a playoff debut in his 17th and likely final season. I saw, um, I saw a couple of like press conference things where he was incredibly emotional, which I imagine it would be an emotional thing. And, you know, there's going to be questions around, did he lose the Eagles, their playoff position? Um, but, I mean, the Eagles, firstly, they're not the team that started the season. Secondly, there was like things on the day of that game saying, um, "Will the uh, will the practice squad for the Eagles please stand up?" There was a thing I'd seen which showed the team that started the season for the playoffs and the team that was going into that game, and there wasn't a single matching player Just other than. <clears throat> Although, did Wentz start the season? Was he injured at the start of the season? Um, so yeah, there, there will be. You know, it's often the two people that things fall upon for blame is often 
the quarterback and the head coach. Absolutely. So you fire your head coach and you more often than not trade your quarterback or you draft yeah, for a better one. Yeah, In that situation, he was probably heading out the door anyway. So Who knows? Um Seattle produced a season-high seven sacks in the game, bagging McCown six times on his way to the 17-9 victory. DK Metcalf racked up 160 receiving yards, a rookie record for a playoff game, along with a touchdown and the game-clinching catch. The Seahawks next head to Lambeau Field, where they've lost eight in a row. Seattle was still a member of the AFC West when it last beat the Packers on the road in 1999. And that's what I thought the unfinished business would be. We've already spoken about this, and obviously we'll come to it when we get to the games. Um, that 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 game this week is the it's anybody's game. Yeah. And looking at those stats, it might not be anyone's game. Might already be written. Buffalo sacked Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson seven times on Saturday. The Bills will forever rue the eighth one they didn't get to there. That, was that when he scored off the back of yeah. it? Yeah. He ran it in. Uh-huh. Here's the weirdest nugget to emerge from the weekend, courtesy of the NFL. Prior to Sunday, the last three teams to lose a fumble on the opening drive of a playoff game eventually won the Super Bowl. 2012 Ravens, 2013 Seahawks and the 2017 Eagles. Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen fumbled on Minnesota's opening drive against New Orleans. So, Vikings win it. I'll come on to the Vikings in a bit. We'll save it for when we look at the games. Mm. Well done to Vikings running back Dalvin Cook, the engine that truly powers Minnesota's offence after he gashed the Saints for a season-high 94 rushing yards and two touchdowns. The Saints' eight turnovers during the regular season set a new record for the fewest by a team, but they suffered two crucial giveaways against Minnesota, a fumble and an interception by quarterback Drew Brees. Brees hadn't been picked off since November the 24th in week 12, a span of 191 passes. Pretty good. Derek Henry steamrolled the Patriots for a Titans playoff record, 182 rushing rushing records? Rushing yards on his Uh 26th birthday. He generated exactly 75% of Tennessee's offense, 204 of the team's 272-yard total. Before Henry, no player had rushed for so many yards against the Patriots during the Bill Belichick era. As you may have heard by now, Patriots quarterback Tom Brady and Saints quarterback Drew Brees are scheduled to hit the free agent market in a few weeks, and neither can be franchised. Welcome to that as well. Okay. Brady said after the loss that it's it's pretty unlikely he'll retire after this, his 20th season. Definitely hard to imagine that his, in his, that his final throw in the league would be a pick six. Brady has now also thrown interceptions returned for touchdowns in consecutive games for the first time ever in his career. Only Peyton Manning has more victories, six, against Brady than Tannehill, who now owns five. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't think it, would he? He must have got some of those at the Dolphins then. Yeah, or... I don't Was know it last... Was it last season the Dolphins beat the Patriots both times? They both times. There was an early in the season game, wasn't there? 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. New England's miraculous run of eight consecutive AFC Championship game appearances also comes to an end. The Patriots end the season with consecutive home losses, something that hasn't happened in their previous 104 contests at Gillette Stadium. Welcome back to J.J. Watt, who notched his first postseason sack since the 2012 playoffs. He's another one that struggles to actually play an entire season these days. Oh, yeah. Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen, remains an enigma. He caught a touchdown pass on Saturday and his 42-yard run was the team's longest this season. Buffalo still hasn't won a playoff game, though, since the 1995 season. I mean, they kept hammering that home throughout the game. Yeah. They were like, oh, they haven't won a playoff game since 95. And they were looking like this was going to be their time. Might be the one. And then it just evaporated. Allen, 92 yards, and Deshaun Watson, 55 yards, both led their teams in rushing yards on Saturday. The first time opposing quarterbacks had done that in a playoff game. And this is the final stat. New Orleans' Taysom Hill is the first quarterback of the 54-season Super Bowl era to have multiple career-receiving touchdowns in the playoffs. By comparison, Texans All-Pro Dondre Hopkins has one touchdown catch in five postseason appearances. Hill also became the first player ever to pass for 50 yards, rush for 50, and have at least 25 receiving yards in a playoff game. I saw that, that it was like passing yards, receiving yards, <laughs> rushing right. yards. It was like, what? What is this stat? I also saw a, uh, a little meme on... Shut up, laptop. I also saw a little meme on Sunday, which was a uh, question... Uh, the question to Hill, which position do you play? Taysom Hill, yes. <laughs> so I, he is... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Now I feel like we should have done the actual games that were played and the results of those games. Um, I think I can get to them through <clears throat> the magic of what I'm sure will be stellar internet. Yes. Okay. Yep, I've got it right here, so whatever. Um, so at this point in time, it comes down to... Um, well, it's like AFC versus the NFC. Not at this point, but like the teams that are left in the AFCs and the NFCs play each other to determine a divisional champion. And then obviously... There's your Super Bowl people. The games that we had at the weekend. Um, we had the Titans versus the Patriots, the Bills versus the Texans, the Vikings versus the Saints, and the Seahawks versus the Eagles. Um, I think uh, before those games, everybody will have looked at them. And if, if we were sat in this room this time last week, I think it is fairly safe to say well, I'll, talk, I'll speak for myself. The way I'd have picked those games is there's absolutely no way that the Patriots are going to get beaten. Certainly not by the Titans. I certainly don't think the Bills that were having the season that they were having at that point in time were going to lose to the Texans. The Vikings and the Saints game was probably going to be a really good game, but the Saints will win. And Seahawks-Eagles, the Eagles have just been decimated this season through injury and whatever. And the Seahawks doing quite well. So the Seahawks will win. Would you have gone... 
Would you have gone somewhere on that? Yeah. Yes, I would have. I would have. I'd have probably said something about the Titans Patriots game that Titans seem to be on a roll, and I would love to see them beat the Patriots. But in reality, it's not going to happen. So, first game of the week: Bills Texans. The Bills were steamrolling the Texans. Was it 13 nil at one point? Mm, yeah, I think so. They were looking great. They were playing great. They were winning great. And, oh, you know, they've not won a, play- a playoff season. Uh, not won a playoff game since 1995. And it clearly looked like they were going to win their first playoff game. And then it was like the Texans woke up. And they're like, Jumped into it. oh, right, okay, let's get this done. And the, the scores were just completely flipped. Um, and the Texans won. One of those, well, it was really unfortunate for the Bills. I was quite liking the Bills this season. I picked them often in predictions because I was happy to say, I think they're going to be able to beat X team and all yeah. that. They had, a, they had a good run, uh, 10 and 6. You know, it's... That's a good run. Texans were also 10 and 6, which in some ways is a little surprising. But they've got a fairly solid team. I just thought that the Bills would have done better. And they didn't. So that was a bit like, ah, I honestly thought that the Bills would have won that. Second game of the week. Titans-Patriots. I don't care who you are. That's not necessarily true. But in a lot of ways, even if some of my favourite teams were going up against the Patriots, you wouldn't. I'd have still put the Patriots down. I would have written in this book, Patriots. Only as it would have got further through the playoffs would I have started to deviate from that, seeing the teams play. You know, is there a point in time where you say, oh, you know, maybe that team could beat them? Patriots haven't had a great season. Mm. Their offensive line has been terrible and their defence that was doing really well started to suffer. I think everybody agrees that at the point that the Patriots started talking about bringing back Gronk, like the Seahawks did with Lynch, I think everybody was like, yeah, you need to do that. And for whatever reason they didn't, I don't think Gronk would have wanted to return... Um, and the fact that the Patriots lost was like what has happened so the Patriots are out of the playoffs and the Titans go through wrong man yeah it's not the man that's taken into the playoffs it is not that's probably why um I'm gonna I'm gonna loop back to this bit of it. Um, obviously, I say we managed to catch the end of the Viking Saints, which went to overtime. I. Yeah, the Bills went to overtime. I don't know how I feel about the new rules around overtime. It feels a little. It feels unfair. Yeah. In some ways, you know, everybody should get a possession unless you score a touchdown. Well, that's great if you're if the coin flips your way, you elect to start with the ball. You've immediately got that, and advantage. you make a touchdown. Yeah. 
Um, I was really sad for the Saints. Um, Vikings ten and six, Saints thirteen and three. Sometimes I have a lot of time for the Vikings, and sometimes I don't. I would say this is a point in time when I don't massively have a lot of time for the Vikings. The Vikings have got good players, you know, feelings great. Um, although the Vikings beat the Saints, it it's like I don't feel like they deserve to win. No, it's it's hard. I just it was heartbreaking watching the end of that game. You know, they were they were all upset. You know, the Saints have had players who have dominated the season. You know, you say about Taysom Hill, Thomas. Yeah. You know. The fact that Drew was out for a while, wasn't yeah. he? And came back. Was that his thumb? See the Yeah. Um, Teddy Bridgewater managed to keep them afloat. Yeah. You know, 13 and 3. Um, but by that point, it was literally like, well, all the teams that I would have picked to win. Haven't won. The opposite way now, yeah. So at this point in time, I presume the Eagles are going to win. Um, from to my knowledge, Wentz took a took the hit early on, yeah. and was ruled out. I think it was the first quarter. I don't know for the rest of the game. How Which didn't surprise me that when I tuned in later, the Seahawks were winning and it looked quite comfortable. Um, I saw Lynch catching throws, um, which shows that maybe. The Seahawks are getting back to that. Not necessarily the trick play. I mean, it is a bit of a trick play. They they put him in a position where everybody on the Eagles thought that they were going to hand the ball off to him and they was going to run. So when that isn't what happened, they didn't know what to make of it. And he just ran off to the side, ran down, and he threw the ball. You know, Wilson threw the ball to him, catched it, ran. You know, that sort of stuff. It's like, that reminds me. Of this, that team that went to the Super Bowl and won. Um, I, like many NFL fans, love it when the Patriots get beat. I, like many, many NFL fans, cannot explain how exciting it is that the Patriots have gone out of the playoffs. It means that there will not be a Patriots Super Bowl this year. And that is... It's phenomenal. I was going to say, it's just so refreshing to think. Immediately, because that's it. Immediately, you're like, we don't have to sit through the the Patriots. We don't have to. Again. Hope that they'll get beaten when they probably won't. When they won't, and they'll get another ring, and, you know, Brady will have to grow another hand to (laughs) wear all his rings. But it also... (sighs) It kind of leaves the Super Bowl wide open. Any of those. It does. Um, we, I mean, we'll come on to it. Um, immediately, classic Patriots fans. There was all this stuff all over the internet. And it's like, nice to see that the Patriots fans have come out where it was just uh, Brady's too old, Belichick was out coached, he should be fired, all this. It's like classic Patriots fans. Um, so an, initially, it was like, thank you. They've gone out. Great, we can we can sit back and enjoy what's going to be an amazing Super Bowl because all of these teams that are left, you know, 
there are some teams you probably don't want to see as much going to the Super Bowl at this point. But there are other teams that if they match up, that's going to be an amazing game. And then you look at this week's games and you go, oh, because this week we have the Titans versus the Ravens. Is anybody overly interested in that game? I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. What you're interested in is the uh, the Texans versus the Chiefs, because that's going to be awesome. And the point I'm trying to make is that the Patriots going out has essentially made for a, a, a round of duller games. I, I, I personally don't have any interest in Titans-Ravens. I presume the Ravens will win. If you look at last week... That might not be the case. I personally don't have a lot of interest in the Texans Chiefs. It's only when you come to the other side of the of the you know once you switch over to the NFC does it start looking a little juicy. Uh, the team that beat the Saints, the Vikings, are going up against the 49ers. 49ers have had an absolute amazing season. Another thirteen and three team. Um, they they've just. They're having a great season. Obviously, the Vikings managed to beat the Saints. Yeah. So. I think the 49ers, they're coming off a bye. They should beat them anyway. There are teams in here, obviously, all of these teams had a bye. Yeah. So, the Ravens had a bye, Chiefs had a bye, Packers had a bye, and the 49ers. So, you think that they're nicely rested up, refreshed. And uh, what we've already said is basically anybody's game is the Seahawks versus the Packers. The stats would say that the Seahawks are not going to win that game. Yeah. But is this the year that that changes? Um, I have got those games written down. I don't know why I was using my phone, because I did make sure to write them down. So, just four games, just eight teams. Playoff week two. Um, me and you will predict here now. You will either go down as the other person um, or you will go down as the guest. Mr. Williams, send us your predictions before start play Saturday. Yep. Yep. We'll get them in the book. Uh, and we'll get them in the book. Something that we do need to look at. Um, is the Super Bowl prediction. So, you had a suggestion of, uh, like, obviously looking now, but then predicting each week going forward. I'm happy to do that. Yeah. Um, Change it as we lose one of our predicted teams. Our Super Bowl prediction from days gone by, uh, Paul has gone out of the predictions because he picked a Saints-Chiefs Super Bowl. Chiefs might still be in there. And he picked the Saints to win. Okay. Stu... Wood Munchie. Uh, Wood Munchie has... 
Oh man, I wonder what the uh, wonder what the subtitles will do for that one. For Wood Munchie. For Wood Munchie. It'll be like Wood Munchie. It'll be like Stuart Wood Munchie. Uh, Stu went for a Chiefs versus the Saints Super Bowl. Um, was he just copying Pop? Obviously. Uh, he did actually pick the Chiefs to win, so he's still kind of in. Got a chance. Uh, unfortunately, this guy uh, went for a Patriot Saints Super Bowl. Super and picked. Power wasn't working then, was it? The Patriots to win. Maybe that's why they've gone out, because. Well, it worked for me last year. Mm-hmm. Pick the opposite and it will come true. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. I think I've already given nearly all of my predictions, uh, but we'll go through them anyway. Titans versus Ravens. Ravens. Sure. Yeah. I, I love the Titans with Mario. I love them slightly less. With Tannehill, Tannehill, who couldn't get it going at the Dolphins. But, yeah, charging all over everybody at the moment. But, yeah. Even with that, as much as I would like to see them win as an underdog, I think the Ravens need to and deserve to. I've just realised that because we never did a week 16 or 17 of first week of the playoffs, whatever, we never covered who won the Fantasy League. Oh. Uh, Tex- Texans versus the Chiefs. Chiefs. I mean, this is the thing. I think it has to be. The Texans... The... No. No. They don't. Chiefs don't look the same team that they did last year. They don't. Um, but... but they've got this far, and they've had a bye. So... I think they deserve it more. Yeah, you would think that the Texans would be slightly more tired. When you look, when I look back at the seasons, I think the Chiefs have done better versus compared to the Texans. So that's why I feel that they deserve. Well, it. yeah, they'd usually be out by now, whereas the Chiefs necessarily wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Right then, now again to the nitty, the okay. nittiest of the gritties: the Vikings versus the Forty Niners. Forty Niners. They, I was saying they're thirteen and three. They deserve to continue. They've had a very good season. So far, you and I pick the same. Yeah. So let's see if that comes true for this last one. Seahawks Packers. Seahawks are marching into Lambo. My, what's the right way to say this? My head. You're saying Packers, my heart is saying Seahawks, and I'm going to go with my heart. You're going Seahawks? Yes. I would like to see the Seahawks back at the Super Bowl. I do not think, well, I'll come on to that with my prediction. because We have picked exactly the same. Okay. So. You can't both be wrong. I think that's how it works. Um, we need a tie break. Okay. The way that Pickhams would do it is you would pick a oh, okay. score deficit. Yeah. So, you can do it where you pick the game 
and I'll pick the score first. Or I can pick the game. You can pick the score. Flip pick, a coin. You pick the game. Flip, flip the football. Okay. Flip Paul. Oh, on your head. Wait, what? What are we flipping it for? Well, if it's laces up, it's you. Okay. Oh, it's you. Right. What am I doing? <laughs> to pick the game. Okay. I am going to pick the Vikings versus the 49ers as the game that you need to tell me what the score difference will be. Wait, the Vikings 49ers, did you say? Uh-huh. 10 points. So the 49ers will win with a clear 10 points. Yeah. I, I, for me, it was going to be one of those. I was either going to go really high or really low. Mm -hmm. Number I had in my head until you said 10 was 13. Ooh. But then I was like, if I have to go low, the number would have been three. three. I'm going to go high. 13 points. So... As we've already spoken, at this point in time, I th well, I'm out of the Super Bowl predictions completely. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul was also out? No, The Chiefs, Chiefs were still in, but he hadn't predicted them to win. That was it. Uh, and Stu is kind of out, but has predicted the Chiefs to win Which the Super Bowl, so that's still a possibility. At this point in time... I want you to tell me. My Super Bowl. Prediction. Of these teams that are left, yep. which two teams will be at the Super Bowl? And of those teams, who's going to win? And from now on, we will just update it each week. Okay. I think it's going to be... It's easy on one side, so I think it's going to be the Ravens. Pardon me. I I'm struggling whether it'll be the 49ers or the Seahawks. I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I think the 49ers have beaten the Seahawks every time. Going Ravens, 49ers. And your winner is Ravens. I think that's a good solid prediction. However. However, I do not agree. Okay, that's good. We like a bit of... Completely. I think the Ravens will make the Super Bowl. I think that they will be against Sneaky Pete. Seahawks. So... I've actually stolen this prediction. This is Bill Burr's prediction. That's why I said Sneaky Pete. It was a little, little tip of the hat to Bill, Uncle Billy. Um, and I, I want to get this on record here now. I fully believe that the season that the Ravens have had, they deserve to go to the Super Bowl and win. Mm -hmm. I fully agree, fully 
I will support them. If they go to the Super Bowl against certain other teams in this list, I will back them 100%. Okay. Apart from in this game, when they go up against Seahawks, and I think that although they've had this amazing season, the Seahawks... I would have no issues in the Seahawks. Bill Bear has been saying since. So he's got this thing that, like, three weeks into the season, one of his friends told him that the Patriots have already won the Super Bowl. Like, clear a space on your mantelpiece for that, you know, that that trophy. Mm -hmm. And he was like, absolutely not. We've not played anybody of any merit. We've, you know, it's way too early in the season, all this and the other. And then, not long after that, he was like, I'm, tell I'm going to tell you who is going to win, and it's going to be the Seahawks. And, like I said, I think some of the stuff that I've seen is starting to remind me. I mean, Russell Wilson was put down as MVP mm -hmm. months ago. Yeah. But you've got, people like Lamar Jackson but that prediction never wavered nobody was ever like oh we originally we thought it was going to be Russell Wilson but I mean Lamar Jackson's absolutely nailed on for it it's as we do draw close to the Super Bowl there'll be other predictions that we'll need to go through namely the colour of the Gatorade yes, that's, that's the, the big important. one that's and the, the big one. Whether the person singing the national anthem is wearing a hat. Yes. Whether it's more or less than more than less than three minutes. minutes yeah. Whatever, whatever the hell. Um, I think that's about it. Yep. That's all. Uh, it's one of those. As far as podcasting is concerned, uh, on a season that just suddenly got. 26 uh, 24 teams smaller. smaller there's a lot less to talk about we haven't got 16 games to predict we've got 4 and there's only 2 of us and Not there's three. only 2 of us yeah pause it yeah have to get a little little face compared to normal hmm. okay. right well excellent that's everything from me thanks for having me Thank you for coming and filling in. I will be back next week. Oh. No. Oh, I didn't realise it was that. I <laughs> yeah. mean... Uh, I mean, for the rest of the season. I think we might be busy next week. Uh, yeah, I mean, door's always open. Feel free to walk through it. <laughs> right. That's karma right there. Right, um, if I can get out of this chair, as I like to say, I will. Uh, I will stop it there. Right, thank you. Bye. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another week of the season gone. Well, it's playoffs now, so another week of the playoffs gone. Uh, more playoffs to come, and soon it'll be Super Bowl time.
YouTube watchers, make sure you subscribe and liking, clicking for bells and notifications and all that. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, send us some love. That's it for this week, and until next week, I'll say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.